Welcome back to the Cuddy and Gavi show, www.cuddyandgavi.com. That's our website. Go on our website and see all our great reels. We had some great reels last week. One blew up. One, one on TikTok was over 4,000 views in 15 minutes. So that was the one going down that dangerous alley in Palm Beach <laughs> that had the one-way sign. Then another big one was the one on Apple Vision Pro, which we're going to talk about today. Another big one was the uh, Boeing with the, with the door flying out. Anyway, we're on Spotify, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Apple. We want to first get into the Grammys. Winners for the week. We're going to talk winners and losers. The winners are the Grammys. I hope everybody saw it. It was unbelievable. I thought that Trevor Noah... Is that how you say his name, Trevor? Yes. He was a great host. It was very non-political. Normally, there's political speeches and all kinds of stuff. It was just fun. It was non-political. And the stars of the show, besides Taylor Swift, who won the fourth-time album of the year, which is a, a record for the Grammys, the big winners were Tracy Chapman and Luke Combs. We have a little... Ben is going to play our great producer, Ben, even though we're in a lover's quarrel now, Ben and I. Um, Ben's going to play. This, was, this was a little... Tracy Chapman makes a rare appearance to perform her 1988 hit, Fast Car, and it's all thanks to Luke Combs. You want it to be... That's we great. Yeah, okay. we don't need the interview, yeah. but uh, there's a great backstory to this. Galvi's going to give us the backstory. I didn't know. I didn't know the backstory, and Galvi told me uh, yesterday. Yeah, when we it's, it's it's really is. It's a it's a great it's a great story. He, you know, this story meant a lot to him. And uh, Luke, Luke Holmes. Luke Holmes. Right. Meant a, meant a lot to him, and he used to listen to this song with his dad in their F one fifty pickup truck, and. Uh, it gave him like a, you know, he came from like a small town, so he always thought it was a way uh, like he could get out of town, and it and he listened to it. It was his favorite song. So when they were coming up and he was cutting albums, they were just saying, "What else do you want to play?" And he decides just to cover this song, like th not thinking it wasn't going to do anything. Fast cars. Fast cars, and it was great. And uh, and when it started climbing the charts. A lot of uh, liberals out there, I, I'm going to say white liberals, they thought it was very, uh, that he is a Trump MAGA guy and that it's unfair that he's stealing her song and that he's making all this money and Tracy Chapman isn't. And as it turns out, she gets a royalty and she was very happy that she came into a million, like a million and a half dollars. And she was very happy with it. And he, he had a, a lot of respect for her. He wasn't doing it for any reasons that these people are saying. So meanwhile, he reached out to her and uh, did a duet with her. So her career, she was legendary, but her career's kind of on the downside. She's she, took been it, around, she, she took it easy. Yeah. She's been uh, dormant for 20 years. 20 years, right. 20 years. So now all of a sudden she comes in to a million dollars. By but, Luke Combs. By Luke Combs, it was like a gift. So she's looking at it like a gift just came to me, and people are saying, like, he's taking advantage of her. He's not taking advantage of her. He's doing it. And as it turns out now, fast forward, her fast uh, cars is number one now on the pop chart. She's number one. 
So what happened was Luke Combs invited Tracy Chapman, got the approval from the Grammys, uh, to come on the show. To, to do a duet. To do a duet. And it was standing room only. Applause from, like, Beyonce, Jay-Z, A hundred million people yeah. watched this. hundred million, yeah. So it was the most amazing thing. It was a tearjerker. Right. I mean, and, and you wanted to cry. And, and she's making money off of it now, and she's back. And she might even make a comeback now with the whole thing. Right. So, you know, just how people, you know, they all, they're so quick to judge. And not knowing, you know, this guy was upset because that's not who he is as a person. And, and Luke Combs, I downloaded his album. You know, I'm, I'm listening to it today in the gym. I mean, I thought he was so cool. I never even listened to it. before. And I got to tell you, my wife is from the Midwest, and she listened to that song all the time as a, really? as a young girl. Yeah. And it meant a lot to her. It was unbelievable. Anyway, so I just wanted to jump to that because it was a real feel-good moment. I urge everybody to Google the Grammys. On, if you're watching the whole Grammy show, it's at the 22nd minute. It's pretty cool. Anyway, uh, let's let's jump over to the Super Bowl. It's the biggest thing happening. It's this week. I think you're going to have a billion people besides Joe Biden watching, I guess. <laughs> and Donald Trump's going to watch. But um, it's uh, it's gigantic, and, and, and it's in Las Vegas, which is just a crazy place to have a Super Bowl because it's already crowded and all— Private jets can't get in there because all the reservations are taken. And so, Gavi, this is your last pick of the season. You have two great teams, Kansas City, the 49ers. Well, you know, this is a, a rematch of like three years ago. What's two the years. spread? Is it three and a half? I think it's three points, three, three, points. three and a half points. Um, I like San Francisco. And, uh, you know, they lost to Kansas City the last time they were in the Super Bowl. Um, but it, listen... There's a cra there's crazy stuff that happens t like three days before the Super Bowl. Uh, I remember the year when uh, when the Oakland Raiders were playing the Tampa Bay Bucks, and the starting center for the Oakland Raiders he went AWOL the night before. They found him in Tijuana. The guy I think his name's Robbins or something. His career he they they he never showed up. Wow. And you know so people are thinking in Vegas some crazy stuff's going to happen. I'm not sure what's the. Uh, I guess the team is quarantined though. They're not going to let these guys out into the town. Well, what's because they announce her for what is it? Buck. What's his name? Uh, yeah, Jill? yeah, yeah. He's basically saying he thinks something's going to happen. He thinks something negative is going to happen in Las Vegas. He's, he he was saying that, you know, what goes on in Vegas stays yeah, in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, it's a tough he town. He doesn't think it's going to stay in Vegas. He thinks somebody's going to do something stupid and it's going to be all over. And historically, a lot of these ball players, you know, they get all these giant contracts. I think the statistic is 70, 80% of them in five years are broke. So you're assuming tons of them are big gamblers. They're going to end up at the tables gambling. And there's girls. Girls, hookers, drugs, alcohol. Yeah, I mean, it's a... Uh, it's, it's the Super Bowl for hookers. I mean, to think... Yeah, it is. It, it is. It, I mean, that's a, where all the great hookers go for this weekend. To think that you weren't allowed to gamble and now Las Vegas is right. actually hosting a Super Bowl is crazy. But, you know, they hosted the NBA All-Star Game, and I was there. Oh, you were? I was there, and I got to tell you something. The gangs that came in from Los Angeles that overtook the casinos and overthrew the tables and chips were everywhere. 
it was it was but you have was, to imagine the police force and, and national guard is are on you know oh, high they're alert. High, they're yeah, the high. highest of alert yeah because you have so many wealthy people you have so many ball players you have so many people but, what is it like a billion people watch it yeah but but don't Some forget crazy pe- number but don't forget people don't go to sleep at night until uh, until like you know four o'clock in the morning so there's a lot of stuff that the NFL tries yeah. to be secure, but like if you if I told you you won't believe what took place at three o'clock in the morning, that to you is late. But when you're in Las well, Vegas, well, I'm getting up for the next day. Yeah, but <laughs> in Las Vegas, that's like in the wheelhouse. I mean, that is like that's a lot of stuff is going on at three in the morning, and that's what you're going to read about. I'm I I predict that. But there's some there's some great stories like. Just to let you feel like you're getting a little older, the star of the San Francisco 49ers is the running back, McCaffrey. And the coach of the San Francisco 49ers is Shanahan. Isn't it kind of funny that that McCaffrey's father, Ed McCaffrey, was a wide receiver on the Denver Broncos that won a Super Bowl, and Shanahan's father was the head coach of the Denver Broncos? And now the two kids are now, that's the number one star, and here's the head Amazing. coach. I mean, that's like pretty, yeah. that they grew up and they knew. You and, wonder, is that genetics, that, that they are that talented in the same family, that they can make it to such an elite group, being an NFL ball player? Well, imagine that they got together as kids. Yeah. As kids, yeah. and their dad, and it's the same relationship. Player, coach, player, coach. Wow. I mean, that's just, it's kind of, that's a little crazy. It's crazy. If they yeah. both can wear a ring. You know, all those years later. So, uh, as a side comment, years ago, I had to be in the company of Steve Wynn, and they were talking about the. He was talking about the Wynn Casino, this is Las Vegas, when he just built it. How often do you think they changed the carpet on the casino floor when he owned it? I don't know about now. He doesn't own it anymore. How often do you think they changed the carpet on the casino floor of the Wynn Casino? Every six months. How about every Sunday night? The no inti- way. Yes. When Steve Wynn owned... I was owned shooting the- like hot, like, you know... Yeah, number when things. Steve Wynn owned that casino, they changed the carpet once a week. And what, and what reason is that? He didn't want it... He didn't want it to, you know, I guess people smoke it or did smoke in the casinos. They spill stuff, coffee, drinks. Who knows what else is on, on the carpet? They changed the, 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 the uh, carpet once a week. Anyway... So getting back to the winners and losers, there's hardly any winners, but there's a whole bunch of losers. One of them is a subject we talked about last week, the Apple Vision Pro, which our reels were blowing up on. Everybody was commenting on that, but it seems it's kind of tanking now because what's the... Because now that it, it, it came out... It's the... Th- Apple thing with the they goggles. They look like ski. They look yeah. like ski goggles because it's now that it's come out and it's no longer like a mystery. You look weird. Like so, you see these people putting them on and and they're using their fingers to move the screens, and it's almost like they're not part of society. So you know, it's one thing if you're at a dinner table, like I said, and you're watching a bunch of kids. But like you're not gonna have a three of your kids wearing their uh, right. goggles at a thing. But they're not really in. You, it's almost like it's almost like the people that are into it right now to be the first to have it, to not even to wait for the second edition. It's like they're they're almost like they're not part of society. Maybe they have some 
issues maybe you know they're on the curve autistic. also the issue is i mean thirty five hundred dollars is a lot of money so people want it for various uses gaming watching sports they also want to watch porn on it believe it or not and apple has put this chip in it where on over the internet it, it can't get porn so the people that are paying $3,500 and think they're going to get to watch porn through their goggles here, they can't. They thought they were going to participate. Yeah, in that or, yeah, real-life porn. And evidently, you know, that seems that's to be... That's a big thing. Huge. So Apple has a moral decision to make, whether they, sh they take this chip out and let this Apple Vision Pro... If they don't take the chip out, somebody will come up with a way to take the chip out. Because that's like a... Aftermarket, like... Aftermarket, yeah. like the type of thing. Yeah. I mean, that's just a... I mean, if you're looking on... Gavi's a problem solver, everybody. Well, if you, well, if you're just... the problem. If you're looking at the people that are watching yeah. the porn sites, there's some of your most successful uh, porn sites out there. Right, right. So that's, that's obviously... But I think you got some people that are on it right now. I think they're... I mean, you see them. They look like they're yeah. out of space. It's not accepted yet. That's all. It's just not accepted yet. It will be, but not yet. Another big loser this week was McDonald's stock. Their earnings came out. They had to raise their price. A Big Mac combo now is over 18 bucks, Gavi. So let's say you go to McDonald's with your two kids and your wife. It's going to cost you 50, 60 bucks at McDonald's. I, it's, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And, you know, for us, we're podcast superstars, and we don't even want to spend that kind of yeah, money. Yeah, but the crazy thing with that, I, by the way, I had McDonald's stock, so I watched the stock go from 302. <laughs> I swear. I went from 302. I watched the crash. I was like, I wanted to know what the hell happened. Like, like what can make a stock like jump like that? Because it was going up because they're trying to come up with those other restaurant right. ideas. But, you know, they're... The, you know, there's a lot to it. They're training you the way your thought process is. You know, when you first got a hamburger and a hamburger was $5, and I'm not talking McDonald's, I'm talking outside or $8 or $9. And that was like for the next step up from McDonald's, like a $9 hamburger. Then they got you at $12. And then all of a sudden they have you thinking like $15 is like normal, like that you're paying $15 just like a steak is. Where the benefit of this McDonald's is, if they can get $18... For the combo. And some people could eat two. That's but, $36. But if you could do that, if you went to Morton's and you saw yeah. a steak there for $52 now, a New right. York strip steak, you're sitting there saying, you know, it's not that bad. $52 versus 18 sure. for a Big Mac, it's, you know... And you can wash it down with a martini. Right? <laughs> but, I mean, think about it. Like, a big guy would have two Big Macs. That's 36 bucks, 37 bucks. But didn't they used to have a whole menu, like a dollar menu? Yeah, that went away. Dollar. You know, that went away with the um, dollar. dollar goes, you know what it goes to show you? That how many people use credit cards because... That's a lot of cash. Like someone, I don't. I could see people not walking around with thirty six dollars in right. like cash. Like they going out for a yeah. McDonald's and they're like, I only have twenty on a sure. twenty dollar bill. Then another loser for the week is King Charles, diagnosed with cancer. We suspect it's bladder cancer because they usually biopsy that when they do a prostate procedure. Which is what he had, and um, he's he's giving up his official duties while he's recovering from this cancer. But, but what's bladder but bladder cancer? How, what's the so percentage? survival rate is ninety percent if if it's caught early, which means nothing. Who knows if it was caught early or not? But how do you, you know, catch it? I don't know. 
Okay. I guess maybe. You got homework for you. Yeah. I mean, is yeah, it a blood test? Is it, it. Uh, is it a regular? Oh, no. Test? They did a biopsy when they did the the prostate. He, had, he went in for a prostate. Um, Don't you get procedure. that checked every year? Yeah, but I think it was a. I think he he did the same thing as Lloyd Austin did. He had some kind of prostate. He did, does have prostate um, cancer, and he had some prostate um, surgery, and they found bladder cancer. But you know what? Shitty luck for him. The guy gets get control. <laughs> he has control for eight months. He he was under his mother, who lived to what ninety five or ninety nine. He's waiting to be his king. Dad was a hundred. Right. He's waiting to be king forever, sitting on his chair, and then all of a sudden he's king for eight months or a year, and now he has bladder or whatever kind of cancer they think bladder cancer, but. I'm just trying to figure out what are the official duties that he, he doesn't decide policy for England. What does a king do? I think you're like an ambassador and you try to get involved in charities and bring uh, awareness to certain things. I think his son, uh, William. Right. I think he called up Harry and said, big mistake. Big. <laughs> well, right. <laughs> big mistake. <laughs> right. Big. Uh, but... Uh, you know, that's, uh, you know, Harry's already flew over there. He's already flew back. They only spent less than an hour together. Oh, is that really true? Yeah. It, I knew he flew over there. I didn't know he and flew And they made back. him stay at a hotel. There's no place for him to stay. And then Buckingham Palace, 8,000 rooms. They can't. St stayed in a hotel, and he's already back. So whatever was said, it's it, they, they can't stand his wife, uh, Markle. Megan, so. Yeah, that's, that, a, that's, that's a deal breaker right there. And then we had that. Um, we, there's a Elon little, Musk uh, oh, yeah. took, a, took a hit where uh, they took what? Fi I don't understand that. $50 billion from him? I, so I'm going to take the other side of that. I mean, Elon Musk, back when he was building this company, they, they came up with these metrics. If he met these metrics in, let's say, five or 10 years, he would get a $56 billion bonus. This is way back when it was just inconceivable. Sure, you won $50 billion, no problem. And he met the metrics 10 years later. If you sell a million cars, if you do this, if you do that. Now somebody, one of the stock uh, owners, stock uh, owners went to court on a class action suit and filed a complaint against them to fight the $56 billion, and he won. So Elon Musk doesn't get the $56 billion bonus. What does the guy who was the lead person in the class action, the lead guy, not all the other guys that get $1.49 on their uh, debt, but the guy that's like the top person to the lawyer, what does the lawyer make on something like that? I don't know. I don't know how that works because I guess the value of the company is worth more because Elon's taking out less. So I don't know how they figure well, the it, rem remuneration. It isn't it saving the shareholders yeah. $50 billion? Yeah, $56 billion. So if they took a billion dollars out of that. Right. I mean, do they just whack it up where the lawyer gets, you know. Probably most of it. $400 million? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would think the lawyer gets a huge chunk, 30 40%. That's an interesting thing. Yeah, and, and there was a little controversy with Elon Musk Evidently, Larry Ellison, now this is what they're saying. Larry Ellison wants to do an intervention. They say he's addicted to ketamine, which is for severe depression and some drug use. That's what Matthew Perry died of. And uh, I'm just trying to— Where do to you get that? 
Uh, where do you get ketamine? Yeah. I guess you get it from a doctor, but I, I mean, mean... is it the type of thing that it's had like a CVS that you pick it up? Boy, Convy's asking some tough well, questions. Well, I mean, it's like these things. I want to know. Like, like, where do you get this? I mean, like, you're reading. Like, who... I never heard of ketamine, and why is Elon Musk? But then, you know... Well, he's depressed. He has 200... Now, explain to me. If you have $200 billion, and, you know, he's had how many wives, and what's he, he have, kid, eight kids, kids with... or something? What's he depressed about? I mean, I don't get it. But evidently, he, you know, last year when he was all whacked out, they said he was doing LSD. I didn't even know you could get an LSD anymore. That was like way back in our from a lab. No, you can get that from a can you from a lab? I'm sure. So kind of crazy. Another loser, obviously, is Toby Keith, great legend, 62 year old, died. He gave his last concert in December. Yeah, he was in pain as he gave it. He, oh, yeah, and he was thin. Yeah, but I mean, he was in pain, so he was in a lot of pain and actually went through the pain to have a concert in December. I mean, it's like two months later, you know. He was a legend. He, he did a lot more. By the way, look what he did for the Red Solo Cup. Yeah, that was I mean, a hit song. I, I mean, that's yeah. a... You know? That's about the only song he does that I know. <laughs> hey, he's done a lot. And he did a lot with, by the way, Have going seen... overseas with the, uh, what is it, the USL? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he did, did a like lot with eight, that. Eight, eight trips there. But did you see that new red solo cup where if you turn it upside down, it's got a shot in the middle? Right through the bottom of the solo cup, there's an indentation the size of a shot glass. So you can, you can, you know. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in one cup, you have the red Solo cup. You turn it upside down. You can put a shot in there, do the shot, flip it back, put your beer in it. You know, in, that's uh, a it's great investment. Shot in a beer. That's... Shot in a beer. That's a great investment, somebody. Then we had, I don't really understand the story, but I'll take the other side of it. The woman that was convicted after her, the mother who was convicted after her son shot up a school, they claimed she was a negligent mother and she should have known her kid was crazy. What's her name? Bromley? Is it Bromley? Yeah. Bromley? Somebody was, that her kid was From nuts. Michigan. Yeah. Her kid was nuts. She should have known it. The husband is going on trial next week. She was convic convicted of involuntary manslaughter facing For, 20. First, it's the first parent ever to be found guilty of something their son did in the history of the United so, States. So I don't understand the genesis of why she was because they bought him a gun. No, she bought him a gun three days before the shooting when she knew that he had mental issues. She had issues, by the way, that uh, and where her husband is going to get off. He's not going to go to jail and um, he's going to get off. And the reason is that. They had all these warnings. They didn't take him home that day of the shooting, but they never let the school, when he drew a picture of the gun and everything that they're doing, they never informed the school that they bought a gun for, the, for their son. That's something that you should say, that by the way, he has a gun, we bought it for him. But the reason why the father's not going to go to jail, and she is, she was the last person in possession of the gun. So she was... The person responsible for locking the gun up, and she didn't because she was busy with her lover at the time. Yeah, she was cheating on the husband. She was but, negligent to her child. Lying. He was calling her, and she wasn't even 
picking up the calls. So the husband's like, as far as he's concerned, he's going to say, I had it locked in the box. Right. And that's it. And it's Plus, he has the cliff notes on how her trial went. So he knows what to say and what not to say. And he didn't have an affair on her. Right. So, you know, he's... But it, it's kind of crazy. If, if your kid's a little crazy, why are you buying him a gun? I mean, that, that makes I think, no sense. I think it's great. I, 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 where I'm really happy with the verdict, I think that a lot of all these school shootings that you want, you could try to take away all the guns, and that's where we're having all these problems with uh, gun control, gun control, gun control, and the shootings keep happening. But, boy, I'll tell you something. You put a parent in jail for negligence, There'll be a lot more parents that will think twice about if they if their kids own guns, what are they doing? Like it becomes a precedent. Yeah, where all of a sudden yeah. I think that'll change for the better than any of the Good gun point. controls. Excellent point. And it's kind of crazy. Now every single parent, let's say you have a bar in your house and you have booze in your house. I mean, I've always been aware when my kids were around if to, and they were under 21 that I would I made sure I was there and I wouldn't let them drink. But uh this is the next level. I it's mean, hard though with kids. I my uh, I remember my kids, boy. They went into my Johnny Walker and they they they, they opened up the blue bottle. They could really? have gone with could have gone black, but they went blue. And, you know, sometimes uh, the stuff happens. Meanwhile, i got to give a quick shout-out to my son-in-law, Doug. It's his 40th birthday today. Hey, uh, Doug, happy 40th. I was just thinking of the you, Doug, because my daughter went through my uh, my uh, blue bottle of... Uh, right, you didn't educate her on prices. <laughs> Hopefully well. she doesn't do that now, and it'll be your bottle. Um, but then, anyway, then yeah, we, so, so there is. There is. That, that will be. By the way, this case with the gun will be used uh, with alcohol. So it does open up a Pandora's box because, by the way, what's it's the same thing. Alcohol kills just like a gun. That'll be a case. Yeah, that well, that you know, you, if kids are drinking alcohol at the house, you have to take their keys away. I mean, you know, if they're going to be in the basement but having do, a party. Well, do you have to lock up alcohol in if, the cabinet now? If you're not at the house, you should. You know, if you're there, it doesn't matter. You, you really just think a lock's going to make a difference? Yeah, what are, what are you going to go home and see your cabinet lock busted off? You're going to ask your kid what, what it was. The lock those was on there when I left. Those locks aren't meant to like keep you out. You right. can stick a little thing. Do you ever have a door that was locked? You can stuck yeah, a little thing yeah, in there, and yeah. it popped open as a little kid. You say, yeah, hey, you can't lock me out. I know how to get a washing machine and a laundromat <laughs> to work without putting change in. Right. I was an expert at that in college. But then we have, you know... I got a winner for you, though. Well, no winner. I don't have any winners this week. Tim Scott. Tim Scott, senator he, from North... South Carolina. South Carolina. And Tim Scott, why he's a winner, is... Tim Scott, in my opinion, is going to be Donald Trump's uh, candidate for vice president. He's the African-American guy that ran... And he's getting, for by the way, right, and, and he's getting out. tons, tons of abuse by people saying he's an Uncle Tom, he kisses Donald Trump's butt, he's he's not black enough, he's, you know, he's not going to, like, they just, they're just hanging, the view, the women on the view are hanging him out to dry. You would think he's, he's horrible, but I think that Donald Trump is going to choose him, and I think he will be great for the Republican Party, because I think Donald Trump, after, if he becomes president, I so do... So is that a DEI no, hire? No, okay. it's not, because this guy is 100% qualified. Okay. So I'm going to go on this. And Nikki Haley appointed him. 
Nikki Haley appointed him. And he's done great things for South Carolina. He's done great things for the United States with some of these bills that he's uh, involved with, with some of the uh, doing, uh, helping with Trump, doing the schools with the blacks in the schools and business uh, business centers in the schools and every uh, in the districts, business districts in the inner cities. And um, I think that if the economy gets turned around, which I think it will, I think it will under the next president anyway after the cycle, I think that Tim Scott could be president for eight years. And if you're president for eight years and you're a black conservative president, there's a lot of young kids out there, a lot of African-Americans that are going to sit there and say, wait, we are doing better. Like if you really help out the inner cities, you could turn, you could turn over a whole group of people from Democrat, change them from actually a party, from Democrat to Republican. And you could see that the, the African-American uh, uh, population be conservative, which would be a huge boost for Republicans. Well, they are dropping, you know, that notion, trial balloons to see, you know, I guess they're doing polling to see if people are accepting of him as a vice presidential men, candidate. African-American yeah. men are going for Trump right now. Right. And the election is so tight, you know, they're, I think they were 10 percent of the vote last time. If they if he gets 15 percent in the big cities and things like that, it could turn things. I think he could turn things where I think there's going to be a state, a blue state out there. That's going to shock you by the time November comes, that Trump's going to win, that you're going to sit there, that will be, someone will say, wow, that is like, that will be like an earth-shattering state. Like if Illinois turned red. Well, that would be hard to imagine. Joe Biden's the union president. <laughs> It'd be hard to imagine. Uh, we, got, we got to talk about him because I got Well, to let's talk about, you know, because we are, let's talk about this case Trump did lose, this immunity case. And I'm going to take. He didn't lose it all yet. It's going to, we, he knows it's so going to the Supreme let, Court. Let's tell our, our 200 and whatever, 90,000 listeners um, what this case was about. Donald Trump was claiming the president of the United States has absolute immunity. And he can do and say anything he wants. Why he's president. Why he's president. Right. And no, in, in, like not just any, like you can't be an ex-president. No, while he's president. Right. Yeah. And I, I agree with that. I think that's really because let's say Barack Obama bombed, you know, um, somebody. And or, innocent people got hurt. And innocent. And it happened under Barack Obama. Right. You know, are they going to come back to him? 10 years later, five years later, and say, you know, you don't have immunity. You made the decision to bomb it, and all these innocent kids died in the school or whatever happened. I think, I think, it's a, I think the president has to have absolute immunity. I guess the issue is it can't be immune of a, have immunity of a crime. But isn't it the immunity that, they, that he was asking for? First of all, it's on, it's on the resurrection of... Uh, January 6th. January 6th. But yet, you could, you could separate that. He was never convicted. So he's only asking for immunity for something that he's never been convicted of. Right. So how can you try him for a crime that he hasn't been convicted of? He's well, just setting the groundwork. Yeah, it's the Jack Smith case. But he's setting the groundwork in case he gets convicted. Right. He should go for immunity. He still has to be convicted of something that he... 
Then you get well, I think that's his get-out-of-jail-free card, you know, the claim of immunity. He was president of the United States. He's immune for prosecution. Well, from... his get-out-of-jail-free card is win the election, and this is a federal case, and he can dismiss it right. like that himself anyway. Right. And I say if Donald Trump wins the election and he wins the House and the Senate, he's going to try and overturn the eight years of only no president. Way. No you way. You can only be a president for eight years. He's going to make try and make it 12 no, years. No, he won't. No, he won't. Why Not... do you say that? He wouldn't leave the White House because of his time. age now. If he was if he was fifty five years old, I wouldn't put anything past you if you were right. if, if he was fifty five. At this age, he's gonna pass the torch. He gets to say I was president I was number forty five, I was forty seven, I I was down, I rose back to the top. No Which one is has an ever, amazing comeback. No one has ever done that. They indicted me, they wanted me to face four hundred and sixty two years. They threw right. everything at me. They threw Stormy Daniels, they threw Carol at me, they threw they threw it all at me. I beat them all. So what do you think of the fact that Joe Biden, you know, it's tradition, the president gives a speech at the Super Bowl. And um and Joe Biden is refusing to give a speech at the Super Bowl this year. Donald Trump wants to give the speech. Right. You know, I I joined Gamblers Anonymous and, and they they said that two to one against me that that I wouldn't make it. But anyway, you know, it's hard to believe that the president in front of a billion people, he doesn't want to give a free speech. And Because you're, you're, you're making a statement, and the statement that you're making to the country is he's deteriorating in front of your eyes every day. So when, when you know, the news has to... Has to is like, it a news conference they've done in the past? I forget, whatever it was. First of all, he has a cheat sheet on him where he has right. every subject. He knows every question. He knows every answer. He just has to read it. But this is something where, like, the country's looking at him with, you know, 150 million people watching this thing. It's a, it's a fluff piece, and he can't do it. So it used to be, and, and it gets tiring when you see the media, national media, they'll sit there and say... Did you hear Donald Trump? He called Nikki Haley Nancy Pelosi by accident. This guy has four cases on him, uh, civil trial cases. Right. He's campaigning. He's in six states, and they're holding him to that. Joe Biden is sitting there giving a speech. Someone asked him a question about Israel and, and Hamas, and he couldn't think of the word Hamas. It was the opponent. And uh, someone in the press corps had to say, Hamas? Right. And he had to say, yes. Opposition, he said, Then yeah. he, he couldn't remember Macron, the president of uh, France. He's mentioning the president that died in 1996. Joe Biden can't talk more than two minutes without you knowing that there's something wrong. Well, I was They're watching. Gonna hide him. Yeah, the other night I was watching the debate between him and Donald Trump. What three years, four years ago, and he was remarkably different. And he, he was. And, and by the way, he was slipping then. The people were, but, but he, he was, was remarkably re different than he is now. Even I mean, his walk, his talk. You know, presidents take a lot out of you. We've never seen a president at his age before. Like, by the way, you we used to see what George Bush looked like before he was president. Yeah. And then when he came out, what yeah. Barack Obama looked like. Well, yeah. we never got to see an 80-year-old, what he looks like at 80 and what he looks like at... Well, I know my dad, who's 94, um, has Parkinson's. And he, when you have Parkinson's, you have this look, this stare. And Joe Biden has that. Right. He definitely, if I'm going to diagnose him from this far away... I think that he has Parkinson's. One said Parkinson's, and it's or a Lewy on. body type of uh, yeah, yeah, disease, yeah. which so, is like a form of dementia that's, yeah. that comes in. 
And, you know, what's interesting is they're going to hide them. Their game plan is that there's going to be no debates. They're going to, uh, they also want it to be that he does a lot of podcasts. So he's going to try to come on everybody's podcast that he knows the questions for, he has the answers for, and it won't be like any rally. It won't be any questions that are off the cuff because, you know, someone asks him one question and he looks like a fool. It could be over. And I do think that the uh, he's going to have to address that if he can't make it, is Kamala Harris going to be the president of the United States? Well, she's vice president. But is she getting a pat? Right now, everybody's not saying anything. When you start turning up the heat, and right. I'm talking turning it up like May, June, I think Kamala Harris, is. Go- you're going to watch her deteriorate. Well, she's the vice president, and if the guy maybe he has a plan that, you know, he's going to win the election. what happens if there's a, a debate between Tim Scott and uh, Kamala Harris? I just don't think they're going to debate. Not it's even a, the vice no, president? No. Why? Why take a chance? But maybe the plan is Joe Biden, have him win, and then he, a month, two, five months after he wins, resign for health reasons, and... Kamala Harris is now the president of the United States. She won't win on her own, but that's the way to get her in there and continue the legacy I, of I, the Democratic Party. I, I think that the national media, I think if I was Fox News, I would call them out every single day by name. I would say, David Muir, ABC News, why aren't you asking these follow-up questions? Why are you covering up for Joe Biden and hurting the U.S. Uh, they just won't answer. Why aren't you doing all these certain things? And I would bring up all these things that are true or not true. And, you know, I, I, I do think that Joe Biden will not be the candidate. When it comes down, and I've said it a year ago already, he right. will not be the candidate for this thing. It'll be someone else. Well, his confidential um, papers are supposed to come out next week. You know, the stuff that he had in his garage at the Biden Center or at University of Pennsylvania, they're all the investigations over, evidently. And, and whatever he took when he was vice president and senator was supposed to come out. And they say it's somewhat damning. You don't know. That could, you, you, that could you, bounce him out, too. Uh, yeah, because you know what's kind of crazy? If I said to you, who is this Jack Smith? Do you know who he is? No. Isn't he the guy that's investigating? Oh, yeah, yeah. I know who he is. I don't know anything about him. No, though. no, but you know his name. Yeah. Like, you know that Jack Smith yeah. is the guy right, that's like, right, right. Uh, that wants to put Donald Trump yeah. in jail. Do you know who the investigator is? No idea. That is investigating Joe Biden? No idea. Special counsel? No idea. Either do I. But at some point, Mer- <laughs> at some point, Merrick Garland just has to save his soul. He just can't keep sweeping this stuff under the rug. I mean, I think to- eventually, I think Garland is sort of like a captain on a ship. And he's sitting there, and he can't react too fast. But the orchestra is playing. And eventually, he's going to have to get into a lifeboat because it's, it's, it's going down. And Garden's going to save himself. He's not going to like set himself up for these questions but afterwards. Th- this is the problem, as I see it. You know, it's like the sand uh, clock or whatever it is. All these guys know if Donald Trump becomes president of the United States, he's just coming after all of them. He Big is. time. He is. He's just coming with everything he's got. And Garland knows he's right in his scope. So you have to believe he has to, if Donald Trump is convincingly winning the polls, 
you know, a bunch of people are going to take deals, try and make deals so they don't go to jail. If they know Donald Trump's going to be the next president of the United States, they're not taking well, a shot. He's calling the shots now, which is kind of cool. It's like never in my life before have I ever seen a guy that doesn't, hasn't even won yet to be the candidate yet is already controlling Congress and the Senate. It's like Mitch McConnell. Uh, did you get permission from Donald Trump? Well, like, he is controlling the Republican well, side. you know, he kind of has the look. Like, you look like a podcast superstar. He has the jet with the American flag on it. Right. He has the 20 Secret Service around him. He has the motorcade. He knows the in and outs. He, now he has the motorcade. So right now, even though he's not the current president, he still has all the trappings of like being a president. So right. he looks very, he's got the blue suit. Right, and he was an incumbent. Yeah, he was an incumbent. No, you, look, he's going to hit the ground running. He knows Putin. He knows Chairman Chi. He knows Kim Jong-un. He knows So him how all. do you feel about Tucker Carlson, who was very friendly with Donald but, Trump? right. He's going to have a sit-down interview with Putin. And it's going to be on a podcast, and it'll be, how many people do you think will listen to that podcast? I won't. I oh, don't. I will. I bet you, I bet you 50 million people will, will watch it. I mean, Putin's a killer and a liar. What's he really going to say that I'm interested in? He's just going to say something. He's going to say, of... this is what I need. I want to, I want to have a ceasefire. I want to, like, I want to, I want to be able, this is what I'm looking for if we could end this war. I want to see if Tucker Carlson could say, if Donald Trump was president, do you see that there is a, an out clause that you can maybe get out of What's this. What's he going to say? Uh, um, Joe Biden's in the tank for me. Joe Biden cut off all drilling in America, so I have most of the oil with Saudi Arabia, and the prices are high. And I got so rich because I well, ran— do you, think, do you think these world leaders know? You know you they think? all know that Tucker Joe Carlson's Biden's out to going to break them down and get them to admit anything? Well, no, because they think that Joe Biden's out to lunch. So they, I think they think that, that Trump will be the next president. So you better come across like I don't think Putin wants Trump. He wants Biden. But he, he knows, knows that he. But he knows that there's a. You got to hedge. If you think it's going to be Trump, you better like what you say now. Don't piss off the guy because it's going to be Trump. Yeah, but I think China, Russia, they don't want Trump. They, they want don't. Biden. You know, Trump. They're they're worried about. You know, they want Biden. I. They do. Yeah, because they know they can't look what they're doing to Biden right now across the world. Nah, I'm not going to watch that. Is it a pay-per-view? No, it's just on his uh, it's podcast. On X. It's, by the way, it's going to be on uh, Twitter, now known as yeah, X, X. And it's going to be as is, that they won't block anything. Oh, come on, really? Yeah, they're, they're, uh, it'll be highly rated. You watch. I, I mean, I don't have any interest in it. I'd rather watch, you know, a stupid rerun of an entourage episode or something. Well, let me ask you a question. When was the last time Joe Biden spoke to America? Uh, I think it's been 116 days. Okay. <laughs> I I, I, I'm like, when was the last time? Like, so far we have Israel right now, Netanyahu. What's going on with Israel? Nobody even talks about it. Well, Netanyahu and Biden can't stand each other. Right. Can't stand each other. He has our, we're now attacking uh, the Iran uh, the forces, the Houthis. We have, we're becoming attacked. We had a, uh, Lloyd Austin disappeared for six days. He's back. Our southern border now, all of a sudden now is a crisis that Joe Biden right. is just waking up. Yet he hasn't spoken to America yet. You would think that this Super Bowl, three minutes, say whatever you want. You, it, you have things to say. Are you trying to tell me he's passing three minutes of lob questions? Well, 
you know, in my opinion, and you know, again, I'm not anti Joe Biden, but I think after he just attacked the Hooties with whatever 200 missiles, he should have come on TV that night and said, "All right, you killed three of our guys. I'm coming after you, dudes. Now I just, you know, sent all these missiles after you, and I'm sending more." But he didn't. That was a waste of time. What do you think about the uh, Israel and? Uh Palestine talking about maybe a ceasefire of four months. I think it's stupid. I mean, either, you know, what's a, the, first of all, Gaza, Palestine, Hamas, whoever it is, they'll violate it in two weeks. They're, they're supposed to get a thousand prisoners back, which I'm sure are all bad guys, you know. It's like a stupid deal for America, for Israel to make. I mean, I don't know why they're doing it. You know what's it. crazy? This is over the hostages, and they already kind of told Israel that like half of them are dead I yeah think. no they want the bodies they want the bodies but they're but they're right. half of them are dead but here's what i think i think when israel sees that red-headed little baby boy that was seven months old when he was kidnapped and he's now you know a year and two months and when they find out that that baby's dead I think it's a... It's well, a, they got to know. The baby's dead. They, I mean, the, the Mossad and all that know all this stuff, don't you think? I don't think they know exactly which people. If that, if that baby's dead, right. it's like there's no ceasefire. I mean, he's like he's like a, the face of... One of the faces of the hostages now. You can kill that baby. There is no breaking peace for four months. And I think Israel's not done yet. They but, have to flood these yeah, tunnels still. Why do they even have to give them the prisoners? Just do a ceasefire. Stop. That's it. We're done. You know, I beat right. the living hell out of you guys. Give me the hostages back if they're alive, and we'll stop fighting you. And that's it. What do they? What do they need to keep fighting for? I mean, you know, these guys aren't going to go away. You're not going to kill every last one of them. So why are you continuing to go in there and lose Israeli soldiers? And but, and, and you don't hear anything on Ukraine right now. Nothing. Right. It's crazy. But they want forty billion dollars. Yeah, I mean, uh, Zelensky ran out of those green outfits that he used to wear. I mean, you I mean know, he hasn't even he come hasn't, back yet. Yeah, he hasn't come back because he doesn't have any more green if, outfits. If Trump wins, I think that that, uh, I truly believe that that comes to an end. That war is settled pretty quick. Oh, because I think, you know, Zelensky's so crooked and, and Trump knows exactly what. And we're not going to be giving $40 billion yeah, to Ukraine no, anymore. No, I mean, yeah. And I our mean, southern border will go back. I mean, it's. He uh, just calls Zelensky up, says, come on over here. We're going to have a little meeting and, you know, tell me what Joe did. And, you know, that's and, how and we're going to And this phone call is not going to go as smooth yeah, as the last yeah. phone call. Well, we're not going to do it on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do it in person, just the two of us. Right. Anyway, uh, Gavi, what, what are you, we're coming down to the end. This you, show flew by. I did mean, you, uh, by the way, did you catch uh, the episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm? I did. I thought it was a 6 out of 10. What do you think? I think he's losing a little uh, speed on the, cur oh, on the fastball. It's like uh, he lost some uh, miles per hour. So, He's so, forcing so, it. So I went back. I binged it over the weekend. I watched all season eight, okay. which was a great season. You got to watch that what one. What season's this now? This is like 11. Okay. So I binge watched season eight because I was reading stuff and they said that was the best season. That and with it, Ted Dasn was. Uh... Yeah, there was, but it was like the Palestinian chicken oh, one. Yeah, great. there were some great ones with the golf tournament with the LOL. You yeah. know, the the wife of the guy who was having an affair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a really funny one. And then I compared it to the new one that was out, and I mean, it's night and day. 
I mean, Leon was so funny in season eight. You know, Larry moves to New York with Jeff Garland, you know, and gets a place there, and Leon shows up. So Larry's competing for a date with this gorgeous girl he meets, and Rosie O'Donnell is competing. She's a a bisexual. (laughs) So anyway, um, Leon gives Larry David a Viagra. You know, Larry had never juiced before, you know. So he has sex with this girl, and she's laying, like, crippled in bed after sex, you know, and Larry's all cocky and everything, and, you know, she blows off Rosie O'Donnell, and so Rosie O'Donnell finds out he was juicing, you know, he's doing a Viagra. (laughs) It was such a funny episode. You go back and watch that, season eight. Right. It was, like, season eight, episode four or five, something like that. No, they were great. I think he's, like, lost a little bit where he's, like, you know, but... um. You know, and he's not, and, and it's important now because you you got to try to keep politics out. And that Trevor on the, uh, Noah on uh, the Grammys, yeah, he kept politics out he of this. He was great. And that's why he was great. Yeah. Where the Academy Awards, eh, as soon as you mention something. But, I mean, look, you're making so much money on these series. If you're Seinfeld, you're The Sopranos, you're Curb, you're, when do you decide we're done? We can't be funny anymore. We can't have a good series. I mean, Blue Bloods, it's their last uh, season. Everybody loves Raymond, uh, Ray Romano. How do they decide He, he that? walked away. Yeah. You know, at some point, you just can't make funny anymore. Because I think, I think if you become like a producer or executive producer, right. and you get to share in the reruns. Like Ben is for us. Yes, exactly. Then you get to step, it's easier to step away. Like if you're friends, you could, they all got... Titles and they can step away. Where if you're not and you're just, uh, I think if you're Jeff, if you're Jeff Garland, well, not Jeff Garland. I've got some of them. They want to keep going as long as they can. I know, but I think Larry David made a mistake. If this is going to be what a season's like, even last season kind of sucked. Yeah. If this is what a season's going to be like, he, he well, first of all, well, first of all, it's not believable right now. So just so you know, like he, yeah, like he was going to a birthday party in Atlanta, Larry David, and didn't you know, get paid, and didn't get paid. I mean, come on, yeah. How much do you think it would cost if you wanted Larry David to have lunch with you? How much would it cost? A million dollars, half a million? No, but you know, like you and be- I, being podcast superstars, they can have us for lunch for twenty bucks, thirty bucks. I could, <laughs> but I could just call. I could just call up Larry David and say, I'm. Me at Nate and Al's, you know. Uh, you ever used to? Larry King used to be at Nate and Al's. Was well, that where they have a sandwich name, named after? Yeah, the right, on, on right. Rodeo. Yeah, right. But yeah, it's getting a little. Uh, it's getting a little predictable and stuff like that. Yeah. And, he's, and he's forcing it. Right, and it's tough for you know to stay up to ten o'clock to watch it. And I had to buy HBO Max for fifteen ninety nine a month. Just the streaming see. stuff is. Uh, I know, I know. I mean, you know, I'm going broke. How about all these uh, how about uh, one last thing? How about Patrick Mahomes' father gets arrested for the third time DUI in Texas, and the law in Texas is that he could face ten years in jail. Well, I just I don't. Again, I'm going to take the other side of this. I don't know why that should even make the newspapers. Who cares? I mean, it's his father. It's not him. Well, because it's the if third time. If he got arrested, he's... Well, because the third time is... The third time, and they have him on tape, on video, yeah. failing everything. Yeah. It's an open and shut case. I mean... Big deal. I mean, you know, it's not Patrick Mahomes. I mean, you know, who's... He, he, well, the, it comes into question on if it's the third time. Why isn't... There's enough money there. Why is this guy not having Maybe a Maybe he's estranged from his father. Who knows? 
But I mean, you know, I, I just hate when they, I'm going to take the other side, Gavin, I'm going to fight with you here. I just hate when they have these, you know, things where you're like separated by one person or one generation and you're, and the child is responsible for the parent. I understand the parent's responsible for the child, but how's the child responsible for what the father's doing? He's not, he's yeah. not, he's not responsible, but when everybody's asking you questions on uh, what's your favorite meal and what you had last night and is Taylor uh, Swift going to land in time, you know, your father with a DUI on the week of the Super Bowl is going to come up if your dad is looking at jail time. So Taylor Swift, again, I don't, I don't think it should be a conversation at the Super Bowl. It should be better. Remember, to, I said they're getting married. You said they're not. They're not going to get married. There's no way. There's no way. But I am in Gamblers Anonymous. So. <laughs> Two to one, they bet against me that I wouldn't make it. But I, I don't think, I don't really want to see her. I want to hear about the history of the players, the coaches, you know, why it's in Vegas. I want to watch the shows, you know, all the parties in Vegas. I don't want to see Taylor Swift. She just won the Grammys. Let her be. Did, did you see that? Uh, by the way, mentioning Toby Keith, you know, he he signed her to her first label at 15 that. years old. Yeah. And did you see Michael Rubin and uh, Robert Kraft at the uh, Grammys where uh, they got a... Uh, Were they there? Oh, yeah. Front, uh, front row. Big wow. table. Wow. So... Uh, Bob Kraft owns the New England Patriots. Great, great owner. And Michael Rubin's friendly with, I guess, all the rap stars. Oh, uh, that's or, right. Yeah, so, you he know, does all the rap. He has all the stuff with fanatics. Taylor Swift gave him, and Robert Kraft let her perform at Gillette Stadium when back in the day, so they know each other. One of the great parts of the, again, another tearjerker was Adele, you know, the great singer. Did you see that segment with her at the thing? So she's in the Grammys, and, and that um, Noah, whatever his name is, goes over to her and, you know, stops her on the floor and says, I understand your, uh, your favorite person on earth, this is to Adele that you've never met, is Dwayne Johnson. And, you know, everybody's... The Rock? Wait, everybody's waiting for Dwayne Johnson to come over and say hello to her. And he, and he said, well, Dwayne Johnson's not here tonight, but The Rock is. And The Rock comes out from behind and then gives Adele a big kiss and hug. And she's like, this is Adele. One of the biggest singing stars on earth is like blown away. She's meeting a rival, The Rock. You would think Rich Paul could arrange that. Especially yeah. University of Miami football player. But you would think like a mega superstar but, like that, there's nobody other than Frank Sinatra. You know, let me ask you this question. When you were watching the Grammys, do you feel a little old when you watch Joni Mitchell sing a song that a lot of kids have no idea who she is? She's 80 years old, still has the voice. I remember, like, I could shut my eyes when she was, like, in the early 70s. She was, like, hanging out with uh, uh, Neil Young right. and David Crosby. And uh, but there's James Taylor. But there's piles of stars like Tony Bennett had 25 years in his career where he was dark right. and he made a comeback. Right. Like this cheap Tracy Chaplin is going to make a comeback. Now, Joni Mitchell, now maybe the kids will, you know, buy her albums or her songs and she'll make a comeback. Right? Yeah, man, she's 80. And Billy died. Joel, he did his He's brand. He's trying to make a comeback. Well, he though. did his first new what song. What do you think of that song? Horrible. <laughs> Me too. I mean, I love uh, Billy Joel. Oh I've been God. to 15 Billy Joel concerts. Right. You know, he has two fingers that are like are like no bones in them from falling off a motorcycle, and he still can play the piano. Like I think that. he has as much chance as a comeback 
as Bruce Willis does at being in Die Hard oh, 4. Oh, no, he still sells out concerts. <laughs> Billy Joel sells out. But, I mean, whether or not. No, a, I'm saying a hit, a, news, a hit song. Yeah. This is his first hit song in 25 years. Right. Stick to the old stuff. But yeah, if he thinks yeah. that this is going to be a hit, Bruce Willis is going to be in Die Hard 4. Right. That's funny. But, I mean, it's like these series. When are you done? I mean, how many shows do you do? And then Larry David does a show and it stinks. And it puts, you know, a bad smell on the whole series, right? Well, you want to know something? Grateful Dead, they had their farewell tour. Wait, Gavi's, can we go up for another hour, Ben? I mean, Gavi's well, not done. Well, 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 I just want you to know. <laughs> You're having great, so much well, fun today. Well, you I were mean. saying the Grateful Dead had a farewell tour, <laughs> right. and everybody said it was done. But right. it's not done. It's never done because they're now okay, going to play so, in the sphere in Las Vegas, and I'm going to be out there. I'm all right, so them. let me ask you this question. I, I mean, would love to see them at Our the generation, when we die off, who's going to go see um, something like that? Do the young kids like Grateful Dead and Bob Dylan tonight? Sure, they're going to see a hologram of them, and they're going to perform. Right. And they do like the good... By the way, everything now is cover bands. You could go somewhere right, right now. Right over to Beer Garden. Or here. Funky Biscuit. They're yeah. having a Jackson Brown cover band. I, I love mean, Jackson Brown. He's yeah. great. Well, he's going to be in college. Uh, co yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. Cover band for Jackson Brown. Wow. So Jackson these kids are never What was getting... his popular song? I forget. He running was... on empty. Yeah, running. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> oh, my so, God. I can't believe you remember that. Running on empty. Anyway, the folks. The Pretender. The Pretender. Thanks for coming to the Cuddy and Gavi show. Our reels are just look for them on Instagram and YouTube and TikTok. They're a lot of fun. Ben chops them up in the 60 second reels and we're having a good time with them. We're going to do another man on the street maybe next week if the weather's good. It's been cold down here in Florida, 57 this morning degrees. And um, we're excited for it. Anyway, thank you very much. See you next week. Cause I'm only